Blog Talk Radio. You can follow the 110 Nation at 110 Nation. Check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports. The 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. Glad to be back in the studio. Oh, we're on a we're we're in a slap free zone right now. Oh, Lord have mercy. It has been entertaining to watch. <laughs> watch social media today. After the uh Will Smith uh, smackets of Chris Rock. Uh, Lord have mercy. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Hey, I heard uh, the Browns have uh, offered a uh, five-year, $230 million contract to Will Smith now, too. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, glad to be back in the studio. Got uh, some things I want to jump into, talk about tonight. Uh, some personal experience, um, some thoughts, some opinions. Uh, I know I've still, I've still not managed to work my way into talking about uh, my car. Um, it's something I've talked about ever since we came back into this season that I've not jumped into. Uh, let me let me talk about that for a second. Um, the day before uh, day before Thanksgiving, I was door dashing, and for all those that know know me, uh, my door dash. Um, well, I was door dashing about four days a week uh, for a couple reasons. One, to help pay for all this stuff we got going on here, as we're looking for mar- more marketing partners. So if you're out there, um, you want to be a marketing partner and uh, help us continue to build and grow, all you got to do is hit me up, Mr. CJ Sports at Gmail dot com. Um, we are on a plethora of places. Um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, Google Podcasts, um, po- uh, was it Podcast Addicts, um, and, and I'll list the rest of them, but a whole plethora of places um, to uh, help get your brand out there as well. Also, if you're interested in, in joining the 110 Nation, maybe you have a uh, show and you want to syndicate it on our network and help get your show out there um, and all these plethora of platforms we're on. Uh, maybe you don't have a show and you want to do a show on our network. We have like three or four days available. 
or maybe you just want to come on and be either a co-host or um, do just 15, 20-minute segments of different sports. Maybe um, you won't talk all sports, but maybe Major League Baseball, um, uh, NHL, NBA, whatever the case may be, maybe your expertise, you want to come on and join me, we can, we can um, have you on 15, 20 minutes and uh, get, get that sport taken care of. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I door dash to, uh, that and I have an addiction and I, I don't know if y'all ready to, to hear my, my personal life like this. And it's, it's a costly, very costly addiction. I, I, I got, I got addicted about a year, year and a half ago when really consumes most of my life and you know um, I have to DoorDash usually a few days a week to to help support this addiction Um, it's actually been a little bit longer than a year but the the addiction's really taken over uh, about the last six nine months Um, I, I spend all hours of the day pertaining to this addiction, and uh, it's an addiction I don't think I can ever break. And it, it's it's been an up-and-down battle. <laughs> it's got its highs and its lows. Um, but, yeah, I'm addicted to the stock market and crypto. I don't know what the hell y'all was thinking. But uh, uh, <laughs> every morning I, I start my day of listening to shows. Um, I play the stock market uh, um Trading uh, trading Market, I think is the name of the show I listen to. Um, uh, he gets on about 9.15 in the morning, and I listen through until about 4.30, 5 o'clock at night. And usually most evenings and nights consist of sports stuff and different YouTubers talking about different stocks that either I'm invested in or getting invested into, cryptos that I'm highly invested into. As I do all this, to continue um supporting um, what we got going on here and hoping that uh, we eventually hit our dream as we're getting ready to turn 11 years old here in about two weeks. Um, And next year we want to relaunch the site and eventually be in the building. And um, so uh, the last four out of five weeks I've been in the green on profit wise, not to include, not to count the all eight platforms I'm on are up as well. but, yeah, I have a real big addiction to um, crypto and stock, and I spend most of my day um, listening to the markets and learning and learning things and um, pay attention to all things that are relevant to the markets and everything like that. Um, and really sports is about the other part of my life, but I – um, I don't know where everybody was thinking. But anyway, um, the day before Thanksgiving, I ran into Five Guys Burger Joint to pick up two DoorDashes. I was getting ready to call it a night. I, I got to the point where I had enough on my um, Robinhood account that I could have pulled that money out and paid the bill. And I was getting ready to wrap it up for that night, and uh, I had two DoorDashes come in, and they were local. It was the day before Thanksgiving. I thought it was going to be busy. I didn't think a lot of people were going to be cooking, and I figured the people would be ordering food because they were cooking for everything for tomorrow or the next day. And, uh, uh, you know, I was getting ready to wrap it up, and I was like, you know, all of a sudden, two came in. I was right at both of them around the corner, 15 bucks. Like, Maybe this is kicking off. This is like 
or so, 7, 7.30 at night. And I went inside. I was in there for a couple minutes. I left the car running, came outside, and the car was gone. I was like, I scratched my head. I was like, I swear that I parked my car right here. Um, yeah, so I let him steal my car. It took a month. It took two, like two days before Christmas. Um, and, and I had to go get sworn statements and police reports and um, um, those stamps. Um, I forget what they're called at this point of, of time. Um God, I can't believe I can't even think of the stamp I had to go get to Peru notary um, because they got two speeding tickets in my car caught on camera, uh, the uh, traffic cameras. Couldn't get lucky and the cop pulled them over in the first 15, 20 minutes. Used my my credit card. Um, it took a month. So I finally get it back, $6,200 worth of damage. Um, and I had to pay to get the car out of the garage or the where where it was towed to, even though it wasn't my fault. Um, so yeah, um, <laughs> now I'm dealing with a timing issue. A month later, my timing started messing up. So now I'm looking at another eleven hundred dollars worth of, and, and the insurance will care well, they're taking care of it. I can't get my car in until May second, so I've had to wait about five months in total, four months in total to get the repairs done to everything that they did to my car. Um, and then now I, I got to find someone that takes my warranty. I got an additional warranty when I bought the car, uh, but nobody wants to wait for the warranty because they have up to 60 days to pay you, and nobody wants to wait for that money and finding somebody and everything else has been a hassle and a half. But anyway, yes, that's the the, the gist, <laughs> excuse me, gist of the uh, – Car getting stolen, um, part of uh, things that went on and why I was not on the air and uh, was taken care of. Uh, but anyway, um, got a lot of things to jump into tonight. Uh, speaking of marketing partners, and let me mute this because everybody want to all of a sudden talk and send messages and everything else. Um, yeah, see, let me clear all these notifications because uh, everything is just coming through one after another. All of a sudden, I've been on this computer for I don't even know how long at this point, and none of these came through. And then all of a sudden, all this stuff wants to start coming through. So, uh, first of all, I want to make sure that I thank uh, Phoenix Fitness. Um, you guys can find them at fnxfit.com. Um, for all your fitness needs, um, a great company, great products. I tell you what, I, uh, took the, uh, um, pre-workout today, um, as I did go to the gym, took the post-workout, uh, BCAAs or whatever. Let me look at this real quick. Yeah, BCAA muscle recovery is called Recover. I got the raspberry lemonade. Um, I took my chocolate peanut butter protein. Um, I've been on it. So I tell you what, um, I went ahead and took um, I took Monsters energy drinks out of my um, daily routine. I would say in the last two, a little over two weeks, I've had about three quarters of a Monster. Um, the week before, someone bought me a Monster. I drank about half of it. Last week, I forgot to take my amino acids with me um, to to give me my energy that I need. And so I bought a Monster. I drank maybe a quarter to a half of it. Um, but I was eliminating um, some of this unhealthy stuff out of my life and trying to get myself back into physical shape. Um, so, but yes, uh, Phoenix dot, uh, Phoenix, Phoenix, it's F N X 
fit.com every every product you guys ordered they donate a gallon of water um, so they're, they're doing a lot of great things as well um, like I said I have recover uh, muscle recovery BCAAs I have the uh, pre-workouts I think it's laying right here um, yes, pre-workout uh, nitric oxide booster. It's called Recharge. It's a strawberry lemonade. So I have a raspberry lemonade and a strawberry lemonade. Um, like I said, I'm real big on the uh, peanut butter, chocolate peanut butter. I need, actually need to order some more. Speaking of order, all you got to do is use code F-N-X-I-Z-Z-K. You get 15% off your order, and it also helps um, support the 110 Nation. Also, want to make sure that I thank Carolina Sports Plus. You guys can find them over um, on Facebook. Check out their Facebook fan page. Um, he is working on getting the website. You let Mario know that the 110, the 110 Nation sent you. He will hook you up with a special discount um, and get some stuff sent to you. And also got to thank the uh, Bears Bullish Market Talk Group. Um, every new member that they accept, um, they will donate $1 to the 110 Nation um, for contests and merchandise that we have going on. Um, they'll also be donating a percentage of every month of their profits to the 110 Nation for merchandise upgrades and contests content um contest so if you want a great group look up uh bearish bullish bears bullish market talk group on facebook and join that group um putting out a lot of great information a lot of profit a lot of new uh a lot of stocks a lot of things coming out a lot of crypto projects uh, make sure you guys check them out as well um now it's kind of undecided which direction i was going to go first um as this whole, this whole, and I think it's where we'll go first, this whole Colin Kaepernick, oh, Lord have mercy, this whole Colin Kaepernick conversation keeps keep coming up. Um, you know, it comes in rotation like every four or five years. Um, I, at this point, I don't think anybody really takes it serious, but um, I, I was listening listening to Marcellus uh, Wiley as uh, Speak for Yourself is one of the shows that I do listen to, that I do record. Um, I, I do catch the herd. Um, speak uh speak for yourself and also first uh, first things first um crazy to me is the shows are like especially like the herds three hours long but it's like every hour each hour is the same thing just maybe worded a little bit differently if the segment's even worded really different um so it's crazy that these people have three hour three hour spots and get paid all that money and basically every hour just to repeat it the previous hour but anyway um they were talking about uh the Colin Kaepernick uh, workout, and I, I thought it was a good take talking about the fact that the fact that he has perfect conditions. There's there's no defense. There's no pads. Um, there's a beautiful sunny sunny perfect day. No weather conditions. No no variables. No crowds. No noise. No nothing. And yet Colin Kaepernick didn't. Look perfect. She wasn't like when you have the perfect scenario, you should be perfect, right? Because it's not going to be perfect when you start putting in all the variables. And so for him to only look as good as he does in shorts and a sleeveless shirt, throwing pitch and catch to a receiver um, to to try to build hype is not. I, I don't see what the excitement is, uh, and I, I don't. I don't think there is much excitement. I keep seeing reports that five teams are interested. 
So I'm assuming there's five teams out there that are looking for backup quarterbacks. Um, and, and so it's it's crazy to me that this this subject and this topic keeps getting brought back up. And it's it's going to fizzle out. It's going to die because unless Colin Kaepernick's mentality mentality has changed, obviously his quarterback skills have not changed. They've not gotten any better. But if the mentality has gotten has changed, hasn't changed, then we're still sitting at the same boat. We're still we're still sitting at square at at square one. We're we're still where we were. Three, four years ago, five years ago, whatever we're at with this point, <clears throat> because unless he's willing to take a backup position, not a max starting quarterback or even a starting quarterback contract, then we've just circled around because he's been offered contracts. The first time around when he decided that he, after he got benched for Blaine Gabbert because he sucked um, and decided to go political with everything, then swarmed down the NFL as black marketing. No, you you were offered backup quarterback opportunities. You didn't want to. You felt you were starting quarterback. You proved that you weren't. You got benched for Blaine Gabbert out of all quarterbacks. Um, and then there's been other times and other opportunities. Then you had a workout scheduled, what, a few years ago, and last minute you decided to change it to an undisclosed site and change everything up after everybody, the scouts, quarterback, coaches, and everything else was already planning to be at, that they were going to show up, be at the site that it was originally set for. So here we are, fast forwarding. He, I, I guess, I guess he's been out of the spotlight too long. I, I, I guess that he's felt that his name has been irrelevant for too long, and decided, you know what, I'm going to make people remember who I am. Which all it does is just turn into more, more comedy. It turns into more uh, of. Uh, a whole crapshoot with this, and you know, it just kind of re resurfaces the fact that he is unpatriotic, unthankful for the military, disrespects the military, and everything. Like we we just cycle around every couple of years with this. Um, so I'm not quite sure what he's trying to accomplish. Like I said, unless things have changed, obviously, looking at the practice in the perfect conditions and doesn't look as good as he should. Um, so unless his mentality has changed and his will to take a, a backup position at a backup's pay, second, maybe even third string position and pay, nothing has changed. We're back where we started. We're back where we were when you got benched for Blaine Gabbert. We're back to when you turned down those opportunities before when you were younger, fresh in everybody's mind, and hadn't taken all this time off. So I, I'm not I'm not about <laughs> getting it. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> that's where we are. Um, this last week we got to see Kansas City decided they were going to trade off probably one of the top slot receivers, if not the top slot receiver in the NFL as of right now. Um, they decided they're going to ship him off. They ended up getting 
Um, this year is the 2022 first-round pick, pick number 29, second-round pick of the 2022 draft, which was pick number 50, and a fourth-round pick, as well as the fourth and sixth-round pick of the 2023 um, uh, 2023 draft. Meanwhile, going and picking up a TikToker, which is like, you might as well just call him Trailer Park Trash, um, Juju Jitsu, or Shitsu, or Bozo the Clown, or whatever, um, who's now, I guess, going to do TikTok, and I can't use the word dance. TikTok dance is not go, because it's not dancing. Twitching around, looking like a baffoon is not dancing. Um, but I guess now... Mahomes' brother and Juju, and as, at least that gives Juju something to do. I, I don't know Mahomes is going to throw the ball to, um, but at least it'll keep both these bozos busy on the sideline um, while the grown-ups actually play some football. So we'll see how that goes. Um, the Miami Dolphins went ahead and gave him a four-year extension for $120 million. Um, Tyreek Hill said, I got my money. Um, I ain't worried about winning no more championships. I mean, you went down there with two as your quarterback, so <laughs> I, I just don't see that being a thing. Malcolm Butler has uh, returned full circle back to the New England Patriots. I guess you had to uh, add some defensive back to help um, help cover Tyreek Hill running down the field. Um Kyrie Irving, the New York City vaccine mandate is expected to roll, uh, well, it got rolled back Thursday. Um, so uh, Kyrie Irving will be able to play some home games. Um, we, we got the Final Four. And uh, I kind of want to jump into that and, and spend a little bit of time talking about that. I kind of skimmed through some of these other topics real quick. We'll, we'll kind of jump into some of those a little bit more detail in a little bit. But um, we're down to our our final four. And I guess for some, some of it was expected, but with some of the other, a couple of the teams, not quite so much. Um, We're down to on uh, Saturday, April 2nd, six o'clock, we got Kansas City and Villanova. Um, Or not Kansas City, but Kansas, um, which was number one coming out of the bracket, Villanova two. um, Neither team, nobody was really expecting, um, even though they were a one-two team. You know, I I was (laughs) – I didn't hear a lot. I think Villanova's name was brought up a couple times. Kansas' name was not brought up at all. Um, And then the other two teams in the Final Four at 849. um, Duke was a team that was mentioned, I I don't think, to a serious threat, but mentioned. Um, The other team was not really talked about at all, and nobody really gave them a chance to be the Final Four. But I tell you what. Coach Coach K's possibly last game, um, if wins his last championship game in his final season. Like, you couldn't have wrote this any better. Not only does Coach K in his final season of coaching, does Duke find themselves in the final four. 
not only does Duke possibly find themselves going to the championship game to face either Kansas or Villanova, but in order to go to the championship game, their opponent, UNC. <laughs> you couldn't have script this any better. I mean, it's you know, I, I spent... 25 years of my my life in North Carolina, the Tar Heel State. Um, didn't know much about the Duke and UNC rivalry when it comes to football. Um, even to this day, I really don't uh, don't know a lot about the Carolina or Duke basketball. Um, and we're my team. See, so even spending 25 years in there, um, I Buckeye through and through. That's all I cared was Buckeye football. I would enjoy some Buckeye basketball. This program wasn't successful, um, <coughs> at least successful enough. Um, but I had an opportunity after being in North Carolina for – We'll say 10 years because my first two years I was there, well, the first year I was there for a month or two, then I went overseas to Bosnia, Croatia, and Hungary. Then I came back in 98. So really from 98 to 2008, um, that 10-year gap, and after 10 years of being there, I got an opportunity. Um, to go work with and for uh, my best friend. Um, he, he did security, had a, uh, um, a security business, so we did a lot of bouncing gigs. And I got the opportunity to do it in Chapel Hill. Um, I, I started my first two or three years off at a little pub grill um, called PT's. And uh, it was a cool spot. It was a corner of Henderson and... Um, Oh God! It's the corner of Henderson and um, job drawing like I knew it earlier too. Um, it was a corner spot, and it was a little bar. It was fresh burgers that were off the hook, good. Um, and at nine o'clock, what they did is they shut down Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They shut down the uh, dine-in, and they moved the tables out of the way and had DJs. Um, one night, I think it was Tuesday nights, we had 80s night. Um, Thursday night, we had like 90s night. Friday, you had top 40 night. Saturday, or no, Friday night, you had like hip-hop and R&B, and then Saturday was like top 40. And I tell you what, um, it was insane. Um, one, I had never really been in a college town. So I, I kind of got blessed not only, you know, this opportunity, but I got an opportunity to be in a, like a, an actual college town. It wasn't like some rinky-dink local UD, um, like the Dayton Flyers, uh, um, University of Dayton college town. I got to be at a big-time college, college town. Um, got to go up and down Franklin Street, got to experience that with Halloween. Um as a, a a spectator and and going hanging out, but also as being a bouncer and working the clubs and Franklin Street and all that. Um, 
but I got an opportunity to kind of embrace the college experience without going to college. Um, I, I've done some online schooling, and it's one of those things that I'm hoping to proceed farther. Um, but so I, I, I got to vicariously kind of live the college life, hang out with those that worked at the, the uh, PTs. Um, I got to hang out with some of the, the college students. Cause at that point in time, I was in my mid to late 20s, uh, 27, 28 years old, you know, and you, you, you got to hang out with the college, all the college guys and girls, 21, 22, 23 years old. So, you know, it happened to be the perfect, I was a little bit older, but not to a point where, you know, I was too old and everything else. It wasn't like I was in my 40s and 50s hanging out with everybody. I was, you know, 27, 28 with 21, 22, 23, 24-year-olds. Um, some of them, you know, and then, but then I also got to hang with the older people that were, you know, kind of, they were locals, I guess is what you would call them, um, that worked at the bars and, and worked at restaurants and, you know, lived there. Um, the doctors, uh, different lawyers, and everything else. I, you know, I got to meet and hang out with a lot of fascinating people being in UNC. Um, and you know, and I, I got to experience the college life um, and, and college, well, more so the college scene. You know, I had the basketball players. I was there with the year that UNC won. Um, Tyler Hansberry, uh, Felton, um, that whole crew was there. And I tell you what, that was one of the most in, insane experiences that I ever got to experience. Uh, being there as, and as much as I hated it, because I did not want UNC to win. Even though I was a Buckeye through and through, I wanted to see Duke before I wanted to see UNC. Something about a pastel blue is just not the most appealing color to me, the most mainly of manly blues you could have picked uh, to, to be a representative. You might as well have just been pastel green, purple, pur uh, pur pink, yellow, whatever. Um, you're basically a pastel blue color. Um, but I, I remember the lines. It was insane. Um, we, we would have lines all the way up the block. And the way the, the championship night worked is the city of Chapel Hill required us to shut down at a certain time. I think it was like four, 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, something like that. I forget what time it was. So anybody that was in there in the restaurant, any place in Chapel Hill, they all had to leave. And then it was a requirement that you had to charge a cover charge um, and to let people back in to regulate how many people in there. Um, and I, I think the city got a cut of the portions. I think that's why that did that. But they made everybody vacate their place, set everything up, and then a cover car, charge a cover charge to get back in, which just caused these massively huge lines at all these different places and clubs. It was It was insane. Um, and, I, and I tell you what, <laughs> then watching UNC win and watching all these people run to Franklin Street, it was like you had a, you were working in this place that you couldn't even move. Then all of a sudden it was like nobody in the place. Everybody was gone. Then like 30 minutes later, everybody starts making their way back and everything else. Um, I'm not going to go into the details of the different places. I ended up working multiple places while I was down there. There was a place two doors down. Then I ended up working to uh, working at because uh, after about two or three years, which like I said, if I could have worked at PTs, I probably would have worked there the rest of my life. The pay was great. Um, the staff was great. The atmosphere was free, uh, great. 
the, the Patreons was great. Um, you know, I I was at that point in time one of the most fit times in my life. <laughs> Never had no issues. Um, well, I'm not gonna say I had no issues, but there was no issues I couldn't handle. Uh, I mean, and mainly it was a bunch of college kids that were on their own for the first time and just didn't know how to handle their alcohol. That's basically all that they weren't looking for trouble. Um, but unfortunately, the owner got in wrapped up and was on some stuff that he shouldn't have been on and got in a fight and uh, basically punched an employee. I think he broke his nose or something, lawsuits and everything else, and they shut down. Um, so I got to experience the Chapel Hill life. I got to experience the hatred of Chapel UNC Fort Duke. I got to experience firsthand this rivalry. Um, packed bars, packed everything. Cause at, at, to this point, the most and all I knew when it came to rivalry was Ohio State, Michigan. That was all I knew. And I, I'll, I'll still keep it 100%. The, the hatred and the rivalry between Ohio State and Michigan, I don't think there's one that is comparable. Um, as much as UNC and Duke, the only difference is, is they're literally UNC. You literally can drive from one place to the next and within 10 minutes. Um, when it comes to the actual <coughs> rivalry, I don't think. It's comparable. I don't think there's any rivalry out there. The hatred, um, the history, everything. I, I don't think there's one greater than the Ohio State Michigan football rivalry. Um, and I, I dare anybody out there to throw one out there that is more passionate, that is more intense, that has deeper roots than the Ohio State Michigan rivalry. I mean, hell, look at the Jim Harbaugh finally, after what, decade of Michigan losing, um, how he basically secured himself a position as a head coach for God knows how many years, more years, just by simply winning finally one time against Ohio State. That, that tells you how deep and how important this game is um, to the Buckeyes and the team up north. Um but on the flip side, I got an opportunity as well to work in um, in uh, Cameron. Um, I got an opportunity to work at um, on and off. I worked for a piece a pizza place called Brooklyn Pizzeria, and. Uh, what we did at Brooklyn is um, somehow the owner had connections. Um, he also knew I can't think of his name to save my life. One, uh, uh, it was real great, uh, real good friend. I got to meet him a couple times. Of an older um, Duke basketball player, and I wish I could remember his name to save my life. Um, he he was in the pizza shop quite a few times, but they ended up getting a contract where we fed the Duke players. So all their home games, we we did their pasta, their subs, their pizzas. Like we made a whole whole bunch of food that we delivered to the Duke basketball team um, for it was for an entire season that we did that and, and so I got to experience being over on that side of the fence I got to experience the Duke not I, I didn't get to live that life I wasn't by Duke University well I was but not close enough and I never left the shop I didn't know nothing really of that area um, but I, I I got to experience meeting the Duke fans, understanding the Duke side of the passion, um, and understanding a little bit more of this rivalry 
I just enjoyed the Chapel Hill side more of it because I was doing it from the club side. And even when I worked um, for that pizza place and was working there by Duke University, um, it got to a point that I would work the days that I bounced. So I would get in in the morning um, at like 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. It was like an hour drive to it. I would work those three uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturdays there. I would get out of there in time to run over to Chapel Hill and bounce in Chapel Hill. And then the days in between, I worked at the Fayetteville store. And so that was my rotation. Um, I, I didn't really experience the, the the Duke life outside of just being in the pizza shop. Um, but I got an opportunity. Um, definitely I hung out. I went up Franklin Street. I got to eat a lot of the restaurants, hang out with a lot of people, uh, meet some of the basketball players, meet some of the football players. Um, had to kick out some of the football players. Um, that was about a bunch of big panties I've ever met in my life. Um, but I tell you what, for Duke fans, the opportunity, especially watching UNC beat Duke in Cam, uh, Cameron Indoor um, Stadium, and and Coach K's last game against UNC in Cameron. I tell you what, um, it was or uh, yeah, um, in Durham. Well, I don't know why I called it in Cameron earlier, but in Durham. Um, I tell you what, after watching that and thinking that Duke would never, Coach K would go down as losing to UNC. Now he's going to have to go down as losing to UNC his last home game, um, but knowing that there was a good possibility that Coach K would go down as to losing to UNC in his last year um, and his final game against them, I, I, I know didn't sit well with uh, uh, UNC or Duke fans. Um, and it was one of those things they wish they could, um, they could take back. And so it is. It is beyond. <laughs> it is beyond a great thing for Duke fans. I mean, and for this rivalry, for the opportunity for Coach K to go out on top, beating UNC um, in their final matchup, and which will take him into the championship game, and possibly letting him go out as champion um, in. in his final season in coaching college basketball. Um, I can only imagine what it'll be like next Saturday in UNC, um, more so, more specific in Chapel Hill and Durham. Um, I can only imagine what the bar and club scenes would be like. I can only imagine what Franklin Street's going to look like. Um, I can only imagine what it's going to be like surrounding the Duke University. Um, it's going to be a thing. And, and, and just like I said, to, just to have an opportunity. Like I said, growing up, you know, it, the, being young and not being well-educated, well-rounded edu- educated when it came to sports and rivalries, you, you thought that there was only one. Like you didn't realize other sports even had anything like this. Um but to to have an opportunity to to live right there and, and spend, I, I would say, all in all, I spent about ten, twelve years when it was all said and done. Because then, then even at one point, I worked um, 
in Raleigh. So I was not too far away from um, the Wolfpack, um, NC State University as well. As I got a gig working for him, um, we did a TGIF that wasn't too far. Um, it was in the Raleigh area. Um, and they did the same, they kind of did the same thing. It was insanely crowded. It was crazy. Um, they did it at TGIF in Durham as well, but that got to be out of hand. You, you had three or four bouncers and you had six cops on duty and still having shootings. It just, it was insane. Um, but I, you know, I got an opportunity to kind of work in between the two as well, but to actually get the opportunity, and, you know, like I said, I, I you know, growing up, you you just watched. Well, I just watched the Browns. I, I just watched the Buckeyes, and I, I just knew what I knew about the Browns and the Buckeyes. And you know, I didn't take the time to educate myself and learn other history and other rivalries and the significance of the the Tobacco Road battle and everything else. And just just to have had the opportunity to be in Chapel Hill. You know, I did dorms and, you know, I, I bounced in different frat houses and not dorms, but frat houses and frat parties. Uh, we had one in the end of the year. It was insane. Like it was an all day affair. You got out there. I'd have to say the day got day off at work. Cause you got out there like 12, one o'clock and he was all there and all the way until 10, 11 o'clock at night. I mean, it was a, it was well worth the pay. It paid out really well. Um, but, you know, I got an opportunity to spend 10, 12 years of my life, um, in Chapel Hill, two, three, you know, when the tournament was going on throughout the whole NCAA tournament that year, the UNC won, um, it, it was almost every night. Like I, you know, the pay was even better cause it was insane. Um, and we were cut charging door, uh, door, um, cover charge every night versus just certain nights of the week because um, it was just ridiculous. It was off the chain. You had a game, multiple games. You know, you didn't know, you know, from one night to the next, okay, if UNC loses, then we don't know the rest of the week. The schedule is this week. They win, we're, we're doing this again tomorrow night, so we're doing this again on Sunday or whatever. Um, so, you know, it turned into quite a whole to-do, um, and it was one of the greatest experiences of my life, even though UNC won. Um, but like I said, getting the opportunity to, to kind of be in there and, you know, as a as a, a man of sports that loves the history of sports and loves the backstories and, and has spent the last 10, 11, almost 11 years being on the air um, and, and have as many different pieces that I've wrote and interviews that I've had um, to – get an opportunity accidentally it had nothing to do sports related because um, at that point in time there there was no 110 nation um, you know you, you figure I started 2008 110 110 nation didn't start till 2011 um, and, and having the opportunity to be there and be educated be in the middle of this rivalry um, to have an opportunity. I remember when UNC had to play Ohio State in the NIT tournament, and Ohio State won. Like, people were pissed. I'm, I'm all buckeyed up, bouncing, talking about, I wish you would. Like, ain't nobody going, <laughs> ain't nobody won none of this. Um, and, and so, you know, I got to poke my fun. The football season, they all disappeared. <laughs> Uh, being a Buckeye fan and being how the ACC has really been irrelevant forever, if any. 
um, especially UNC and Duke. Um, but it was great to have gotten that experience because without that experience, without having that opportunity to spend 10, 12 years of my life being in Chapel Hill a couple, a year or two um, in, in, in Durham and getting to experience firsthand the dislike for each other. I want to use the word dislike because Ohio State and Michigan, they hate each other. They won't even – Ohio State fans won't, won't even say Michigan. We'll, we'll say the team up north. Um, I would say dislike when it comes to UNC and Dukes is not as serious, and that's how I know the rivalry is not to the level of Ohio State and, and the team up north um, because it is not to that extreme serious. But, I mean, also a bunch of preppy, preppy khaki short, long button-up shirt, sandal wearing. Uh, can, you, can you see that turn into a real serious fight? But anyway, um, but having the opportunity to, to have experienced that, having the opportunity um, to be in on both sides of the line, working on both sides of the line. I'm going to say I was on both sides of the line, but working both sides of the line, getting the opportunity to be friends with people on both sides, getting the opportunity to discuss, see the passion, makes this even more of an interesting game for me come Saturday. It, may, it makes me want to tune in and, and watch this. It makes me actually honestly wish that I was back in UNC for one weekend um, or another. I've, not that I've not been back. I've been back many times seeing my kids and family and everything else, but being back for that weekend, it, it makes me wish that knowing this 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 whole rivalry, knowing what this game means to Duke and Coach K going out in his retirement, knowing what it means to UNC basketball and their fans for Duke to not have only lost their last home game for Coach K, but also lose in the tournament um, against UNC with Coach K's last season makes me wish that I had the opportunity to be in, in more specifically UNC, because like I said, I've never actually hung out in Durham and with um, around the college atmosphere of Duke like I got to be in. I still know different bartenders and bar owners in UNC where if I popped up today, I, I, I'd have a spot right there. But I would give anything to have that opportunity, just one more um, go around to see, to experience it firsthand what this is like. Because I tell you what, with the experience and the background and everything that I've gotten to witness that 10, 12 years, I, I tell you what, there, there would be no, there's got to be no greater place, no greater atmosphere for this tournament but to be either in Durham or Chapel Hill um, come Saturday night. Um, and I tell you what, the bar scene, especially with the close game, if it's a lop, lopsided game, I feel sorry for whatever bars and whatever particular town, if it be Durham or Chapel Hill, because it just kills all everything, and people leave early, and it, it kills business, it kills everything, everything everybody bought up, prepped, food-wise, alcohol-wise, um, staffing-wise, it just shoots the bottom line. Um, so in that aspect, you want this to be a good back-and-forth game. If it go into overtime, that would be even better for all those, especially bar tenders and bar uh, owners that I know in Chapel Hill personally. Um, wishing you all the best luck that night. 
Wish I was there holding down, pulling security. I'd come out of retirement one more time. I told myself many times, because I've been, I've, I've retired many times. Um, after that 12-year stretch, I retired, and I, I end up pulling, getting pulled out of retirement once or twice more after that. Um, but I, I would definitely come out of retirement one more time for that whole, um, that whole opportunity. Um, but even more, I, w- I would love to just be hanging out with everybody and be able to be part of that atmosphere, living it, seeing it, um, being a part of it. I tell you what, um, it's one of the things that you 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 weren't a part of. Um, you didn't grow up being a part of it, um, and through and through, you don't bleed the Carolina Blue or the Boot uh, Blue. Duke, Duke Blue Devil Blue. Um, I, I'm silver and scarlet through and through, but I got to be a part of that. I got to, I got to witness that, and so that makes me a honorary member of wanting to be there to see this battle. Not caring really whose side wins at this point, um, because both these storylines come to a, a course. Um, an intersection here comes Saturday night. I tell you what, uh, there's got to be no greater place to be um, than be either one of those towns. More specifically, the winning side would be the better town to be in that night. Um, a lot of uh, bad decisions, baby-making decisions will probably happen at some point that time, um, that night. But, yes, uh, Saturday night, Duke, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Kansas, Villanova, 609 on TBS, followed by Duke and Carolina, 849 championship game, Monday night on TBS, 920. Make sure you guys uh, tune in, check that out. Um, We'll definitely be bringing you guys updates on which way ever it goes Monday night. Um, Well, no, actually, the show will be over. We'll be be having an opportunity to enjoy the show with everybody else, so we, we might even say that we'll bring updates um, because we'll be clear off the uh, air by that time. So looking forward to that. Um, So um, good times with that. Um, uh, Want to make sure that uh, a shout out to uh, um, Phoenix Fitness. You guys can check them out at phoenixfit.com that's fnxfit.com um, like I said earlier um, I, I got myself the uh, pre-workout today I went ahead and cracked it open like I said this is the second go round of the supplements and to all fairness I, I think I tried each of the products once or twice uh, before my car was stolen um, I had all my product in my duffel bag so that I'd take it up when I was leaving work or heading to the gym and unfortunately, the whole first round of supplements that I had, um, that I had purchased, was in the bag. It got stolen. That was part of, also part of that story. Um, luckily, I had caught. And they do a lot of sales. So make sure you guys, make sure you guys go check them out at fsfnx.com because not only or fnxfit.com because not only am I going to give you a code to get 15% off. Um, they do a lot of buy one, get ones. They do a lot of great deals that you don't want to miss. I happen to catch a bunch of buy one, get one. So the first go around, I paid, for, I think, full price for everything. I think I got a discount code, too, as well. Um, but the second go around, it was a lot of buy one, got one. So I bought one protein, got a difference. So I got my chocolate peanut butter, got my uh, free orange cream. Um, I went ahead and got uh, my recharge. Um, 
nitric oxide pre-workouts. I got my free BCAA post-workout stuff. Um, I got a couple other different things to try. Um, but uh, make sure you guys use code FNXIZZK, get 15% off. Um, so it saves a little bit um, at the uh, checkout and also helps the 110 Nation. Um, like I said, don't forget also to check out Carolina Sports Plus. You guys can find them on Facebook, um, Carolina Sports Plus. He, within the next week or two, will be releasing his website where you can get all his product. Um, I have a handful of things laying around here that I have gotten from him. Um, great guy. Mario will hook you up. Let him know that the 110 Nation sent you. Um, he will give you guys a discount for mentioning that. Looking forward to the website. Um, he's got a couple of different locations. Um, he used to be a customer of mine when I lived in North Carolina. Um, we became great friends. Uh, we are working on trying to do a few things together, so hopefully we continue to build our relationship. Um, he has gone through some personal stuff health-wise, and he's on the recovery side, so looking forward to that, um, which also makes me want to support him even more. I've seen the hospital bills. I've seen what he's going through, and it's very expensive and extensive um, so love to have the opportunity to do some things with him and to expand um, and help him grow as well like I said longest running marketing partner that I've had uh, make sure you guys check him out as Carolina Sports Plus find him on Facebook uh, then also don't forget uh, Bears Bullish Market Talk Group you guys can find them on Facebook as well for everyone y'all go over there and become a member of the group they are going to donate one dollar to the 110 nation um, for contests and merchandise also um, with this partnership they will be donating a percentage every month of their profits to help us with uh, getting merchandise upgrades and contests um, so help support them help them grow um, as they help us grow as well so glad to have all these on board. If you're a marketing partner out there and you want to uh, join the 110 Nation and be one of our marketing partners, um, hit us up. You guys can find us, or you can send me an email, mrcjsports at gmail.com. Um, you can send me a message, send us a message either on the 110 Nation uh, fan page or the Mr. CJ Sports fan page. Also, don't forget, Taz Taylor will be doing uh, race coverage for the Bud Mules Esports Series iRacing League. Um, I think this Friday night he will be debuting. He'll be doing live race coverage, uh, bringing you guys league updates, driver updates, all that kind of stuff. Um, so you guys can tune in and listen to it on the 110 Nation. Um, you can mute it and catch it um, on, I'm assuming, YouTube. Um, I'm assuming you'll be able to catch it, but if not, you can at least catch his live, live, race, right, live race commentary. Um, of the Mud Mules Esport iRacing League. Um, they also will be having races during the week as well. Um, as long as they don't interfere with any shows, he'll be covering races those nights, which I think Wednesday night will be the open night. Don't forget, tomorrow night, 
Race Chat Live, Chris, Craig, and Taz will be in the studio. They will be recapping CODA, um, Circuits of the Americas, Road Race, um, little friction at the end of the race, interesting race, liked it, got to watch it. I watched all three races, um, interesting, all three races were great races. It's a great track. Undertaker was the uh, drove the pace car to start the uh, Cup Series yesterday. Cup Series race yesterday, um, so a lot of fun with that and a lot of great action. So make sure you guys check that out as well. Um, Thursday, um, Southern Dirt Track Report is back. I'm looking forward to uh, catching those guys right here um, on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Um, great guys, great show. Um, Thursday nights, 8 o'clock. Um, you guys don't miss it. I'm looking forward to, uh, like I said, looking forward to listening to those guys um, talk um, Southern. I think Louisiana, Florida. Um, be able to tell you. Uh, Southern Mississippi, Alabama, and West Florida. Um, you guys can also check out the schedules and all show descriptions at podpage.com, the 110 Nation. Um, you can find us over there. It's got all our episodes. It's got um, all our sponsor uh, marketing partner information. Um and all our show schedules and everything. Uh, for those that are interested in being a marketing partner or maybe you have a show and you want it syndicated um, on our network to help grow your brand, or maybe um, you want to join the 110 Nation, maybe you don't have a show or a platform to do it on and you would like to join our platform and do your show on, or maybe you just want to come on and be a co-host or, or uh, maybe a, a – uh, as particular sport expert and come on 10, 15, 20 minutes of the show and talk of a specific sport. All you do is hit me up, MrCJSports at gmail.com, or like I said, um, send us a message on either fa- uh, uh, Facebook uh, page, um, the 110 Nation or Mr. CJ Sports. We are on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Geo Saving, how do you say that? Uh, Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser, and YouTube. Um, so you can find us pretty much everywhere at this point. Um, and we're looking to continue to get continue to grow, so uh, it's not one of those things that we're done yet growing, um, so hopefully uh, looking for us to bring on some more people to help us continue to grow. Um, I will be back in the studio next Monday night, 8 o'clock, right here at the 110 Nation uh, uh, Sports Radio Network for the 110 Nation Sports Show. Um, if you're not liked us on Facebook, go to the 110 Nation Sports. Give us a like. Um, if you've not liked my personal fan page, all you got to do is go to Mr. CJ Sports. Give me a like as well. Um, a lot of things going on on both pages, so make sure you guys check that out. Ray, give Race Chat Live a like. Give uh, the Southern Dirt Track Report a like. Uh, I like as well, but uh, um, thanks for hanging out, and until next time.